0: Today I'm in one of my favorite places of Mexico City, a neighborhood with amazing architecture, perfect to walk and get lost on his streets, and for sure when you get lost you're going to find an amazing place to eat, get a coffee, shopping, or a cultural discovery like a library or a museum. No, I'm not in Condesa or Roma, not Centro Histórico or Poranco either, this is just a regular Sunday On the land of the coyotes. This area is already famous because here is the Diego and Frida's house also known as La Casa Azul but that's only the tip of the iceberg. Welcome to Culinaria Nacional, my name is Ubish and I'm a culinary explorer. Today we're going to explore the neighborhood of Coyoacán. It's a little bit weird that this area is called the place or land of the coyotes because apparently there were never coyotes here. One of the many different histories behind the origin of the name says that the indigenous people used to live here used to worship the god Tezcatlipoca and one of his many different superpowers was that he could transform himself on many different things and one of his favorites was a coyote so in the nights he could interact better with the humans. Another newer theory says that maybe the name comes from the indigenous word Coyotl, that means waterhole, and Can, that means place. After the Spanish conquest, Hernan Cortes came to live here because the central part of Tenochtitlan was completely destroyed and also the good location of the place, not that far from the capital of the Mexicas. It had good weather, abundant water, fertile land, and a beautiful landscape. For a moment, Coyoacán was going to be the central part of Mexico City, but Cortes said that it was better to build the new Spanish Empire exactly where the Mexicas had it, because it was already an area that was important for the indigenous people, and also, if they leave the temples standing on, they could be rebuilt and there will be constant rebellions. Also it's supposed that his ego was big and he wanted to show his dominance by using the same rocks that he used in the temples into the new Spain buildings. Now Coyocan is a bohemian, hippie and trendy neighborhood. The best way to explore it is walking, getting lost on the streets and alleys, discover its museums and places full of legends and history. When you arrive to the central part of Coyoacán, there is a long yellow building that now it's owned by the government. But the legend says that this was the house of Hernán Cortés, even that there is no official data that confirms it. A couple of blocks to the east side, there is another building called La Hacienda de Cortés, that used to be his stables, and now it has been beautifully renovated. It has a restaurant that is nice, and sometimes it has producers or artisans selling their products here. On the same street to the north, there is the cultural center El Inagarro, that it has amazing modern architecture that you should at least take a quick look. Now, let's go to the west side, there is an important and beautiful street named Francisco Sosa, This main street was a canal on the pre-Columbian times. Actually, it's the image displayed on the photo of this episode. And there are two places that I love. By walking it, you will notice an impressive construction with Arab influence on the exterior. This building is called Casa Alvarado. And in the late 1800s was the house of Celia Núthal a famous American archaeologist that dedicated her life and work to research the ruins of the Mexicas. Many years after was the house of Octavio Paz, the writer that won the Nobel Prize of Literature with El Laberinto de la Soledad, where he goes deep describing the psychology of the Mexicans. And now the Casa Alvarado is the house of the sound in Mexico, the Fonoteca Nacional. Now, what if I told you that Marilyn Monroe came here to Coyoacán and drink a shot of tequila with one of the most important actors, directors and producers of the Mexican cinema. We are talking about a really important person, that if the legend is true, the body shape of the famous Oscar's statue is shaped after him. On the early 1900s, in a small mining town, a small kid was born and at the age of 10, he joined the Pancho Villa army with his father that was one of the closest advisers of him. Then, 10 years after, he was locked in prison for 20 years. But 3 years after, his loyal soldiers gave him some TNT and a spoon so he could blow out his way out from jail. Then he decided to go to the US. First, he arrived to Texas and after working on anything that he could he traveled all over the U.S until he arrived to Chicago where in a human act he saved a girl from John and she resulted to be the lover of the mafia leader known as Babyface. Here he met to Al Capone and the rest of the liquor mafia on the prohibition times. Someone told him that he should go to Hollywood. There was a lot of job there and he was smart and had a good looks for the film industry, so he did. His original plan was to come back to Mexico and get an army back from him to fight for the revolution again. But here he learned that might be another way to give strength to the Mexicas by making us proud of the things that we are made of, from us to us. He changed the rifle to the films. On 1933 he returned to Mexico thanks to an amnesty and then he met again all the friends that he did in Hollywood. After working as an extra in some productions he wrote his first script and after convincing a general to invest 80,000 pesos on his project and he will have 5 million pesos back, that by the way he did, he did his first movie called La Isla de la Pasión. After many different movies, he did his masterpiece called Maria Candelaria, and the company that he worked for fired him immediately, because they didn't like it. The movie traveled all the way to France, to the Cannes Film Festival, where there was acclaimed. After, he got his job back. So here in Coyo Can, it is the house of Elindio Fernandez. The architect that was in charge of constructing this amazing building was Manuel Parra. He had a really unique vision, not only because he had one eye only, but his work was loved or hated. He did exactly like the Spanish, Took stones and materials from the old destroyed buildings on the downtown and other ancient neighborhoods, and used these stones to his constructions. He was in love of the rural and pre Columbian architecture, and the house of Elindio Fernandez was his masterpiece. Even his ashes are buried here, on the beautiful Tlaloc courtyard of the house. Well, Now that Mexico is getting back on the film industry, with amazing movies like The Shape of Water or even Coco, this is a place that you must visit. I invite you to come and explore Coyoacan with or without me. It's a place that you will love. And, talking about love, it's supposed that every person that visits Coyoacan has or will have a love history related to this neighborhood. Thanks for hearing me. Follow me on my Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter as Ubi Jaren, or on Facebook and Instagram as Culinaria Nacional. Till next week.